You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. On Thursday, September 9th, President Biden announced that his administration would push forward a mandate regarding vaccines through OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, a division under the Department of Labor. In a slight departure from our usual task of examining bills still under consideration, today we're going to take a look at this anticipated order in light of all the talk that it's currently receiving. For some rough background numbers, according to the CDC, as of September 12th, 63% of individuals 12 and older are fully vaccinated. 73.8% have received at least one dose of the vaccine. For the entire population, that's 53.8% fully vaccinated, 63% with at least one dose. So more than six of every 10 Americans is fully vaccinated already. President Biden gave a brief overview on Thursday of what this order would entail. The Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Now, this order hasn't been written by OSHA yet, and so there's no exact text and no timeline has been given for how soon it will be released. The president has given his reasoning for the order, however. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. He stated that this order is in line with existing business practices. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this, even Fox News. The statutory authority for such an order is derived from Section 6C of the Occupational Safety and Health Act of 1970, which allows emergency temporary standards to take immediate effect if the Secretary of Labor determines, quote, that employees are exposed to grave danger from exposure to substances or agents determined to be toxic or physically harmful or from new hazards, and that such emergency standard is necessary to protect employees from such danger. Some are criticizing the president's reasoning, arguing that vaccinated people do not need protection from unvaccinated people since they have the benefits of the vaccine. Some Republicans, like Senator Marsha Blackburn, have also been clamoring for religious exemptions to the mandate. There should always be an exemption for medical or religious reasons. You need to talk to your physician about this. Now, there are others for religious reasons. And with our military, we have always had the exemption policy that should continue. One provision that has been lost in this debate is that the mandate for employers is an either-or. Employees can get tested weekly instead of getting the vaccine, for whatever reason, religious, medical, or otherwise. However, many advocates seeking the exemptions want immunity from testing as well. Now, some religious liberty advocates like Andrew T. Walker, an associate professor of Christian ethics and apologetics at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, are concerned about the abuse of religious exemptions. Speaking of mandates, Walker wrote last week, quote, If one opposes mask mandates, one should do so on the basis of whether masks are a prudent public health measure consistent with America's liberty rubric, not whether masks or mask mandates disturb one's relationship with God. Public health measures are not a disputed zone between jurisdictions of church and state. Finally, there is criticism on whether or not this is a legitimate use of authority from OSHA. Georgia conservative radio host Eric Erickson says the order will be found unconstitutional only if precedent is overturned by the Supreme Court. There is well-settled law. It is not in dispute the president can force the military to get vaccinated. He can force federal employees. But can he force the private sector to do it through OSHA regulations? You should understand OSHA is a super entity. It is a super agency. It has massive, broad power to oversee the workplace in America. It does. It actually legitimately does. This gives the courts the power now to finally rein in the Chevron standard, which has been abused by regulatory agencies for decades. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.